Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 25. We are jamming along here in season two. Uh, gone through a lot of really, really great passages. I'm excited. We're going to do our first interview coming up this week. So excited to present that to you. The interview really, again, is just an opportunity for people uh, to share their thoughts, their insights on their favorite passage, why it's made an impact on them. And again, just encouraging all of you to continue to go deeper in your understanding of the Bible uh, and maybe using that. Sometimes, a lot of times, if you have yourself a favorite verse, what I would encourage you to do is today or wherever you are, uh, morning, afternoon, night, wherever you find yourself, uh, just take that verse and read that verse in what we would call the context of the of the book or the passage. Read it in the context. Get the wholeness of what's happening within the passage. And I'm hoping that you're doing that as we kind of do these. Like if you're driving and you've listened to this podcast, you can go in the notes and you can kind of see what passage we are, we're gone after. Once you sit down at your office, just take five minutes, read the context of this entire passage, and you can go, oh, so much bigger than what he, what I present. You know, I'm just giving you a, a like a snapshot of what this passage is. And that favorite verse of yours, it's just a snapshot into a greater story, a greater narrative, a greater context that the Bible is trying to help us understand. Dig in, figure it out, get into the context today, maybe your favorite passage or this particular passage that we are in today, which is Philippians 4, 6 through 9. It says this, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This passage um, has been really helping me recently, really helping me get my head around. You know, I think that life on the whole can oftentimes feel like what is happening? So many different chaotic situations going on, so many different chaotic conversations, friends who are going through difficult times, uh, works, work. Some of you are working in situations where you're like, wow, I don't know what to do. Some of your marriages are in a tough spot, like some friendships um, that maybe you used to be really close, but now you're not. Um, Maybe you're in school. Maybe you're a student and you're listening to this and maybe you're not getting the marks that you want to get. You're working hard, but it just seems like you're disconnected or uh, for some reason you're not getting uh, what you hope for and you're working hard, but you just can't figure out what's going on. Uh, For some of you in relationships, maybe that relationships that you, you, that relationship that um, you're hoping so desperately works out is that you have a lot of questions and it's building up in you anxiety. Um, As I was sitting out here on the front porch, kind of working through, through some things, thinking through some things that that I'm going through, that I'm working through, that I'm thinking about, um, this passage uh, popped into my head. And I thought, okay, where is that passage? And so I started digging in and started um, finding out where it is. And that's the beautiful thing about Google is you just kind of Google like a little phrase and all of a sudden the verse pops up. And I was like, yes. And I immediately got convicted, immediately got convicted around the idea of do not be anxious 
about anything. But in every situation, so no matter what you're going through, in every situation, by what? By prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. What's the byproduct? And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And I thought, wow, I got to sit back and I got to think through that. And as I started thinking through that, as I started working through that, um, I started thinking about God as Father and about how He loves and that we are His children and we can present these requests. I remember um, one time we were at Disney. I got to be honest, if you're a Disney person, so sorry, I'm not. I, I don't get Disney. Like, I, I, there's rides and it's fun. And uh, I'm not, uh, I'm sorry if I, this is a total downer for some of you. I, I just don't get it. I don't understand how it's the happiest place on earth. Um, I, I, I enjoy the people watching. Uh, I, I, I love it. I absolutely love uh, watching <laughs> grown people dress up like Mickey and Minnie and Goofy and Daffy and da Daffy Duck and all that kind of, I enjoy watching that. And everything that would transpire. I also love that like every culture on the world tends to be at Disney. So uh, we're at Disney. We take our, our family there the first time we go. And I'm kind of one of these guys that like when you go to Disney with young kids, you need a vacation from your vacation because it's just like nonstop. It's nonstop. You're walking. Your kids constantly have to go to the bathroom. Everybody needs a water break. It's a lot of work and you're waiting in lines for long periods of time. And so anyway, um, we're going through, it's getting later at night, and Cooper asks me, Dad, can I get on your shoulders? And I'm like, oh, bud. And he's like, please, Dad, please. And so I said, all right, come on. And so he hops up on my shoulders, and I'm just kind of walking him around the park. Now, here's the thing. Um, I've gotten to do this with all three of my kids. They, they want me to carry them. And to be honest, I can't always say that I have the best attitude about it. Um, I'm kind of like, I'm tired, you know, sure, fine, I'll do it for a period of time. Um, and so this was Cooper. But here's the really interesting thing that I started thinking about with Cooper. Cooper looked to his dad and said, I need a break. Can you give me a break? Can you help me out? I'm making a request as your son, as your child to come to you and I'm asking for a break. And, and you know, I responded, of course, I put him on my shoulders and carried him around and he eventually fell asleep on my shoulders. And I think that's oftentimes a beautiful picture uh, of how we can approach God, our father, like a child with a request and with a lot of the anxiousness that we have going on. It's like, don't be anxious. Like, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So, like, the, like what Paul is trying to help the church to going, like, look, you I know that the situation that you find your in, yourself in is chaotic. It's overwhelming. But approach God like a child. You see, a child brings their request to their parent, right? Because they believe their parent is really going to care for them. Like, Cooper really believed, I think my dad's going to care for me. I think he will pick me up. I think he will um, notice that I'm exhausted and worn out and I need a break. Um, they're not anxious about their requests most often. Uh, that's what I found so interesting about my kids. Um, when they come with a request, they come very boldly. You know, dad, I need, uh, dad, I want to go on your shoulders. They're not going, 
oh my gosh, this is stressing me. No, they're like, I, I want this. I desire this. I, I need this. They fully believe and they trust, right? And, and, and we get to approach God the Father in the same way, that we need to fully believe and fully trust that God is a loving Father and that He gives good gifts. Like He's a good Father. He loves you and cares for you. So when you're going through something, you can present that to Him, that you can present that through prayer. God, please hear me. And he does. And you can petition, God, I need you to do this for me. And he, he's listening to you and he cares about you. Because here's the thing that I, I found really, really interesting as I started working and thinking through this is that God desires the best for us. You really need to hear that. I, I don't, again, I don't know where you are right now, but you need to hear that. God desires the best for you. I, I, I've talked about this before, but I grew up feeling like God was always against me, right? Like he was coming after me and he was going to tell me like what I wasn't doing and how I should get better and how I should improve. And what I found out, the older I'm getting is no, he's for me, right? Nobody, nobody wants you to succeed, wants me to succeed more than God. Right? He, he wants us to, to be successful in him doing the things that he's called us to do. Right? Not success in the sense of making money, but really flourishing. Remember, that's that whole passage we keep coming back to in John. Like, he wants you to have life and life to the full. That's what he desperately wants for you. Nobody wants you to be or to feel peace more than God. He wants you to be a person of peace. He wants you to have that tranquility in your life, a life completely dependent and submitted to him. Like he desires that for you. He knows that when you have peace, that you will feel whole, that you'll feel a sense of contentment. Nobody wants you to be more joyful than God. He wants you to have joy, so much joy that my joy in John uh, 15, that my joy may be in you. He's talking about abiding in Christ, that my joy may be in you. Nobody wants you to succeed more than what God wants you to succeed. God desires the best for you, desires the best for me, desires the best for us because he's a good father. Why? Because it's who he is. He's just a good father. James uh, 117 uh, says this, every good gift and, and perfect gift comes from above, coming down from the father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. It's saying God doesn't change. He's dependable. We can go to him and trust that when we bring our petitions, when we bring our prayers, that he hears them. But the, the question then, or the problem is, is that we tend to find ourselves more complaining to God instead of praising to God. So we're, we're often complaining to God. God, do this. Why aren't you doing this? God, this is so frustrating, right? And what this passage is saying is bring, start with thanksgiving. Start with praise. What is the byproduct of believing this about God, believing that he's a good father? And instead of complaining, but believing that he's a good father, believing that he's caring, what is the byproduct of that? Thanksgiving. When we help our kids, they, they look at us, they look in the eyes, and they, they, they say, thank you, daddy. 
That's what my kids say to me. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Dad. And it's this, if I'm not careful, I miss that moment, that moment of gratitude, which is really them saying, you heard me, you acted, and I'm grateful. Do we have the same response to God? Right? That's what happens when we're always complaining. We miss that. We miss that gratitude because it's always like what we're not getting. Instead of going, look what he's given us. He wants us to win. He wants us to live this life fully. Right? That's how he's created you because he's a good father. So when was the last time that you just thanked God? Maybe you need to just stop and pause this podcast right now and just thank him. Thank you, God, that I'm alive. Thank you that you've put breath in my lungs and a heart that's beating. Thank you that you provided me a home. Thank you that you provided food for me. Thank you for my wife, for me. Thank you for my three kids. I'm so grateful for them. Thank you for this front porch that I get to meet meet you on and meet you at. Thank you so much. When was the last time that you gave him your anxieties? You just gave that up. What happened inside of you? What happens inside of you when you do that? Like maybe as you kind of do this and start practicing, what happens when you start giving your anxieties over to him, when you start thanking him, you start feeling a sense of peace. Peace, this is where the, the passage is helping us come to understand what he wants for us is peace. And he can, he can see, Paul can see that anxiety is robbing us. It's robbing you from, of life. It's robbing you of that peace. And peace is the result of faith-filled prayers to a good father. And I would make this claim that if you do not have peace, then there's a really good chance that you don't believe he's a good father ready to give good gifts. And you might not have to bring that to him as a struggle. I'm not sure you're good. I'm not sure you have good gifts because I'm really struggling right now. Bring that before him. And then bring those faith-filled prayers, those prayers of thanksgiving to him. And the byproduct of that will be peace. And the peace that is offered to you and to I, you and to me, it covers our mind and our heart. And it's beyond comprehension. It's be, the peace that we'll experience is in the midst of the storm, we are calm. I remember being in the hospital room when Cooper was diagnosed and it wasn't in that moment, but I remember having overwhelming moments of peace in the hospital when it made no sense at all because I really believed that he was in control. And I was just grateful that he was alive. I was grateful that my son was alive. I was grateful for the hospital. I was grateful for the medicine. I was grateful and it, and it turned my heart and it allowed me to experience peace. How many of you desire and want all-consuming peace? Because this is what's being made available to you and I. You see, our proper perspective on God will lead us to praise. And that praise will lead us to peace. So what are you holding on to that only the Lord can bring peace to? We praise you, O oh God, for the peace you offer in our petitions. Give us the strength to trust and to follow you fully. So take a breath. 
reflect and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heartbeat. Until next time, cheers.